0: Welcome back, and welcome to James Strang Part 2. Uh, I can assure you that if you enjoyed the first part of this two-episode arc, uh, you are really in for a treat for the second one. It goes absolutely bonkers from the jump. So without any further ado, enjoy.
1: yeah, yeah! yeah, yeah. What's not seen until you let go But
2: what is seen i'm talking about your
0: money I I got a spring also in addition to like spreading rumors about people's daughters being abducted by native americans he also brings back a practice that joseph smith had done which was called baptism of the dead
2: Ooh, i don't you, like how yeah, that sounds you come from a religious background what do you think that is you had a guess uh, just like a late saving you know like saving somebody's soul after they've died yep 100% right uh, yeah uh... like
0: you could your family could could talk to Strang and and the elders and the priests of the church and they would say hey listen we really want to we believe this person deserves to go to heaven they weren't baptized in our church while they were alive can we do this after the fact and this is Insanely popular. People love it, and so that's another reason that he yeah, it's another in get there.
2: into heaven free card. You don't yep. have to live your life being a holy person. You can just like, hey man, go talk to Strang after I'm dead, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I, I
0: also think it's really interesting about Strang is if you put him today, the religious fundamentalism part aside, he's a very quote unquote liberal guy. Um, when he sets up camp in vorhi it's set up as a socialist city. And so what he does is he, he requires all of the people that are coming to the city, coming to this town um, to give all of their possessions to the church, which is a little further than what socialism is. It's a little bit different, but he he kind of says, oh, it's socialist. Sounds like a goddamn commie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, he, you know, they all give their belongings to church and the church divvies out everything and, and it's not very popular. <laughs> There's oh, a lot of people sure. who don't appreciate that
2: people are selfish by nature right um, so yeah. i mean i would imagine it's not going to be very popular
0: well and there and there's i mean i, I don't want to fall down this or hole either but there's a difference between that and actual socialism i mean in socialism there is private property and there's personal property right personal okay. properties your your stuff like stuff you buy that you have your house that's not what's shared amongst it private property or Businesses and the means of manufacturing that get divided amongst amongst the people and the workers, and so it's a it's a totally different thing. So that's what everybody thinks socialism is is like power to the people, right? <laughs> <laughs> socialism is like somebody's gonna come, knock on your door and take all of your stuff, take your PS five away from you, and give it to someone else. And that's not at all right. what it is. But
2: that's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not that's not us. But I'm yeah.
0: not smart enough to talk about in depth. I can tell you that um so in addition to the you know this this socialist approach that he kind of takes he there's also once again a lot of hostile neighbors and it starts to kind of heat up things um you know he needed to you know not only were there hostile neighbors but there's other religions that start up and people leave for that some of them decide that this is not the place to be and they want to go join brigham young and make their way back out west and so you know, the key to maintaining something like this, like a grift that a grift religion, like he's doing is you have to keep as many people as you can. And then you have to constantly recruit and bring people in. Right. So he's always trying to think of ways to keep his followers you know and like baptism of the dead is a way that he's you know he's just constantly sort of like coming up with these new ideas to change things up a little bit so that people
2: so, elaborate more on this baptism of the dead are they digging people up to do this i know, or? no, they're not digging people up okay it's okay, a, it's a okay i'm fine with thing. it then you know? yeah it's a spirit just makes your family feel better you know what if that was a thing i'd probably be religious yeah <laughs> hey man just do it after the fact you know i'm 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 gonna do me it's
0: fine we're we're gonna talk about the sale of indulgences in a future episode and it's very juicy (laughs) really shitty stuff that the catholic church did but that's that look forward to that on down the road when i after i have a complete total meltdown and decide i want to jump into catholic history (laughs) You may never see me. That might be the last episode we ever do. The Vatican (laughs) is going to come knock on your door. No, I just meant I'm going to be a babbling mess by reading all this (laughs) shit from the 1500s.
2: It's okay. It's okay. I'll carry on your legacy and just do like bad impressions (laughs) for an hour every week. (laughs) So
0: his theory is now in order to retain people is isolation. He needs to get his followers away from everyone else. He needs Never to get them someplace plan. where he can control them and that they are isolated. Oh. And, you know, there's a lot more resources of the land that would tempt new settlers to come and join his, his group. And it would just be far from the temptations of any rival, you know, prophets or preachers or religions or anything like that.
2: No, there's a guy uh, named Jim Jones that kind of had this same idea. It's funny how this stuff repeats over yeah. and over and over again.
0: And it never works out. Spoiler alert. Um, not This is not nearly as catastrophic as Jim Jones, but it, it's, you know, isolation does not work with a large group of people. Uh, so he eventually decides on a place called Beaver Island, which was, a, is, I knew you were going to laugh at that, you fucking degenerate. <laughs>
2: Oh, Where's it at? Can I vacation there? We're getting these parts.
0: <laughs> we've been doing this long enough now where when I'm writing these things, I'm like, I, I need to put like a little smiley face it's like here comes fucking Dalton. This is gonna get him. <laughs> is it
2: uh is it surrounding Florida? You know <laughs> You know <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm sorry <laughs> I'll be mature. Go ahead.
0: No, no, you won't. You're like three white claws in, you know, you're ready to go.
2: (laughs) There's Cock Island right next to
0: it. Uh, Beaver Island is a small island in Lake Michigan. And in 1847, they started... I wonder the
2: Mormons went there. (laughs) 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 Why? Multiple wives. Beaver Island, baby. Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Jesus Christ, Dalton.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a Mormon utopia. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I promise. I'm done.
0: All right. (laughs) So they they settled there in 1847. And two years later, by 1849, they have established the capital, which is the city of Saint James. Named after James Strang. This is when I because Saint Jesse doesn't sound so good. Um, oh,
2: that's what it sounds better, Saint Jesse James. Oh my God, that would yeah. be incredible. Why did he change his there name? There was no
0: Jesse in the Bible, but there was a James, so there it is. Um, once again, the Mormon settlers and the people that were already on the island started clashing very quickly, like very,
2: very quickly. They Where's were. Where's this like, island well, located?
0: In Lake Michigan, northern part okay. of Lake
2: Michigan. Oh, okay. It's just like in the middle of the lake.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still there today. It's a big island. It's fifty-five square
2: miles. Oh, okay. That's not bad.
0: Yeah. So it's um, yeah. There the, the residents, there were residents already on the island. Uh, you know, already already settlers. There were also some Native American tribes that were on the island. And here come the Mormons, and they're going to take over this island. <laughs> and so um, the pressure from the locals grow as they become more and more of the minority on the island. Um, harassment and even assault. Uh, they were beating the shit out of these mormons as they showed up they were scaring them off they were like roving gangs of, of people going hey i think part of it is they knew that this had happened previously and so they were like we're not gonna let this happen here but it does regardless of what they have what happens um the mormons though started fighting back and they were like fuck these guys are going after them too and they became really violent and it got to the point that um there was a a small group of Mormons that got jumped basically on the way to the post office. They wanted to go to the post office and some of the locals jumped them, beat the shit out of them. And so in retaliation, the Mormons got a group together, went and actually murdered the postal worker, the guy delivering the mail and stole the mail as retribution for it. So it's like, he's, Strang is like overseeing all of this chaos that's going on and it's, you know, like he's, Seemingly okay with violence being visited upon the non-Mormons that are already on the island because he wants to take
2: over this island. Of course, he's five two. He's a little fucking psychopath.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so once they get to the island, Strang's beliefs start to change. Hmm. And you might have fun with this. I think you might know where this is going. Um, so he recently returned from a tour of the East Coast where he was recruiting new members. You're already smiling. I can tell this is gonna be that, that thing. Um, and he was there alongside his nephew who was acting as his assistant. His nephew's name was Charlie Douglas. In reality, Charlie was actually Strang's new wife. Her name was Elvira Eliza
2: Field. Oh, wait. So, wait, so Chuck Doug is a woman? In disguise. <laughs> we got a masters of disguise situation going on here i like it
0: so he dressed up his new wife who was 19 at the time as a, as a guy and said that this is my this is my nephew and my assistant while i'm on the speaking tour and apparently everybody was like that guy doesn't look quite right
2: <laughs> oh no
0: <laughs> but in reality it was his new wife his second wife uh he was now practicing polygamy but not oh, telling that, anybody
2: that, that had the piss so ever oh, no they don't know yet they, they don't, know
0: don't know yet it. no they okay. don't know yet yep uh so his his, his first wife who's been with come to beaver time.
2: island and she get a new wife man
0: Sounds <laughs> like a reality show beaver island
2: <laughs> beaver island man Did you come there
0: it's just, wild. it's wild that, I mean, he he knows that he's doing something that's not popular. Like, to the point where he disguises his wife up as a man, just so he can tour the East Coast with her and not be, you know, frowned upon.
2: My question is, what does his first wife think of this? Because she has to know.
0: Not at this point. She doesn't know.
2: How do you just marry somebody without
0: your partner knowing? You just do. When you, you know, if you're the head of the church, you can do whatever you want.
2: But, yeah. You just like meet them, and, like, hey, I want to marry you. Yeah. Like, you don't put the time in, you don't like date for a little while. And... No, I think
0: he did. I think he did without what Joseph Smith said. It said, The Lord said, I should marry you, that he thinks hey, that we should be together. Um, a disgusting be... abuse
2: of power. It is very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to argue with you on that one.
2: Good <laughs> Go so... to Beaver Islands. You <laughs> come for the isolation, <laughs> stay for the Beaver,
0: <laughs> stay for
2: the multiple wives. <laughs>
0: But again, he's not telling anybody. I should have named Sister Wives
2: Beaver Island. Why didn't they do that? It's a missed opportunity. (laughs) It's
0: it's because they were clearly part of the youngian part, not the strangites
2: (laughs) It does. It's reality television. That doesn't count.
0: Nobody would have understood that. You wouldn't have understood that until I just told you this story right now.
2: Listen, if I see something about Beaver Island, I'm a Google. No, don't Google that. Don't do that. Don't don't Google that. Nobody Google that. (laughs) (laughs) If you do, immediately clear search history.
0: Just Google Beaver Island, Michigan, and then you're safe, but boring. So he'd also grown at this point unsatisfied with being just merely the leader and the prophet of the church. And he wanted so much more. He was very ambitious. So he launched his most ambitious plan to date. He was going to crown himself a king. He's going too far, man. Too much ambition. Too much he was going to become King James the first. And it's something that he'd always dreamt about, always wanted to do. Now that he's got his own little kingdom, his own island, he needed to be a king to rule over this island.
2: It sounds like a good way for US military to come blow your shit up.
0: Yeah. Well, so, and we'll talk about the politics of it because there's a lot of politics entwined in this whole thing. Um, so he has this whole coronation. And it was very much like a high school play um, because they just don't have a lot of resources. Or <laughs> on this
2: so he had a he had Here a fl- the crown made of paper mache. It's
0: actually made of paper. You're not even. No
2: fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I took enough white claw to be a telepath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he had a paper crown with like all these like weird little rocks and jewels on it, fake jewels on it, um, and he had a floor length red robe, and then he had a wooden scepter that was like a foot and a half that he that he held in this corner. Well, it's like
2: friend. a fucking wooden spoon, like that you stir spaghetti with or something.
0: He just it was like he <laughs> was like a ball on a stick. That was it.
2: That's like my kid going into the kitchen to get the spatula. Like I'm queen now.
0: Yes, exactly. It's a hundred percent like that. <laughs> But meanwhile, he's got like hundreds of people on this island that are like believe him or <laughs> what the it. fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, like, I
2: guess he's a king now. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. The burning dog meme. Yeah, they just
0: but they believe they still. This is not chasing people off. I mean, like there's over time, people are leaving, but people are also arriving. Like he's not like these stupid antics aren't really, you know, totally destroying his faith.
2: Be for hours like a lot like his religion. religion. God, I edit beaver islands looking a lot like hotel california these days (laughs) you check in but you can't leave (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um
0: you know so he's now he's king he's he's the king of um earth and heaven is what he's called himself now he doesn't say that that he's actually king of the island he's very vague about being the king of earth and heaven but he's like the king of his faith and that's that's just his thing he wanted to be a king he made himself a king why not I I salute him for that. I think if you can go and you can get away with something like that, you should do it.
2: Pure confidence, right? Like yes. <laughs> the balls of this guy.
0: Yeah, like five <laughs> five foot two with orange sized balls, like grapefruit sized balls.
2: <laughs> it's like in Game of Thrones. It's like you got all these kings, and you got this little guy in the town like, "Oh me, pick me, I'm king too."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but then people pick him, and he's he's the king, and they love him. <laughs> and it's fucking weird um he is now that he's king He swept in action really quickly he proclaimed that he alone had the power to grant land claims to his followers in return they would give the king a tenth of all they possessed now at this point most of beaver island was owned by the federal government like it hadn't been sold to individual people but that didn't seem to matter with strength he said all of this island belongs to me and for 10% of what you own, I will give you a piece of it. Even if it doesn't belong to me, even if it belongs to someone who already lives on the island, we'll figure that out. I'm giving away all this land. So he's completely abandoned the socialist idea. And this is his new idea on how to make money on this island.
2: Ugh, this asshole. It's well, tithings.
0: I mean, it's what it is, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly it's, that. It's t- He's giving away land that doesn't belong to him for 10% tithings.
2: What would this be like a religious monarchy at this point? Yeah, I don't know. If you say
0: monarchy, that actually implies that he is a real king and not some paper no, machine crown wearing weirdo. In theory. Yeah, I <laughs> guess so. I guess maybe <laughs> it's just some weirdo it's running so around so with a paper crown. Yes, like no. The
2: fucking Burger King crown from the kids' meal.
0: <laughs> king James the First. Here he is. Look at him in all of his glory. Um <laughs> So, in addition to the the land grants, he also encouraged other Mormons to uh, consecrate property on the island, or in other words, steal it from the Gentiles. So he was like, "Go out there, kick people out of their houses, and take over their houses if that's what makes you feel good." You know, like I imagine groups. they didn't go down without a fight, though. No, there was there was a lot of bloodshed and strife, and and a lot of people. Uh, you know, eventually the Mormons vastly outnumbered non-Mormons on the island, so it became easier and easier for them to do it. And then, you know, the non-Mormons would take off. And a lot of them uh, took off to this island that was nearby called Mackinac. Uh, and Matt, we'll talk about Mackinac Island, but that sort of became like the Isle of, I want to say the misfit toys, but it's really the Isle of like the disenfranchised Mormons, like ex-Mormons, people have been exiled from the church and all the people, like the refugees from Beaver Island, where they were taking stuff over. Um, He's way 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 paranoid about again losing followers and so he has to keep this prosperity rolling he's got to keep all the money coming in he's got to make his people happy you know that's why he's like you guys do whatever you want to those people that aren't mormons fuck them up i don't care kill them you know just let's get them out of here
2: so he there's always this point in the podcast where i kind of admire these guys yeah and like the testate the what's the word i admire the testicular fortitude that these guys have and then there's always a point where it turns for the worse it so flips like, yeah, it's right here <laughs> it's right. They start killing people. I'm like, oh man, I don't know like that. <laughs> you,
0: you might you might flip back in a minute. Um, so one of his first acts besides the land grant and the grants and telling his followers to kill people in houses that they like uh, he decides to buy a boat and he spends a thousand dollars on a boat, which is about thirty four thousand dollars today. so it's a lot Ooh. of money. And he, uh, it's actually a schooner. So that's the, the pre- precise name of the type of boat. And so he buys the boat. And I mean, any idea of what he wants to use this boat for?
2: Uh, is this gonna be a like lot, some redneck yacht club situation or?
0: <laughs> no, and it's, I can also tell you it's not for fishing and it's not for like transporting goats from island to island. It's not for any of those things. He bought the boat for pirating.
2: <laughs> this Jack Sparrow looking motherfucker wants to go to Yeah,
0: it's a hundred percent like he You're brought, right. I flipped right back. Yep, he <laughs> he puts a crew together. And they start robbing other ships They start robbing other islands They are, the schooner is A very fast, agile ship Which is just perfect for pirating In Lake Michigan So there's a pirate now in Lake Michigan
2: In the lake, in a lake Not in a even in the ocean, oh, it's yeah. a you, lake
0: You know exactly where they're going They're going back over there to Beaver Island But, yeah. it's just, but Beaver Island's scary Because there's a bunch of Mormons that are bloodthirsty And they'll kill you if you go over there <laughs>
2: Oh my god, this is incredible. Right? He, he's surrounded by land. There's nowhere he can go.
0: No, he's surrounded by water.
2: No, like but the lake is surrounded by land. Oh, yeah. It's, but he's he's he doesn't fear
0: a threat because he's got like I mean, the pressure keeps wrenching up with like all this aggression. But like at one point he has to he chases a bunch of people away because somehow he got his hands on a fucking cannon. Nobody knows where he got the <laughs> cannon from. And and like there's like people in the island that are starting to hunt him down, and he starts firing the cannon and it scares them away. He's I'm like, like, oh fuck, this we gotta mani- go. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a maniac. <laughs> He's got. I mean, like, like people are like, we don't, we didn't know he had a cannon. We didn't know where he got that from. So he's got, <laughs> so he's got pirates that work for him. He's got a cannon. At this point, he's also counterfeiting money on the <laughs> island. God, this operation is incredible. And he's making a bloody fortune on timber. He's he's like timber is. Hugely profitable, and actually, by the end of the 19th century, it is the timber industry in Michigan alone is over a billion dollars, bringing in over a billion dollars a year. It is a massive, massive industry, and he's making a fortune. And the best part is, he doesn't own any of this tender. He's cutting all of this, all of these trees down on federal land, and then selling them.
2: You know what? This the guy gives a big middle finger to the government like that. I think I'm back on uh back on the king's side. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. I mean, this is like this is happening when there's a huge gold rush in California
0: and everybody's going out there to get rich, but he's like, "No, nope, there's a lot more money to be made in timber." And he's right. It is a much bigger industry. Gold is just like speculative at the moment. So everybody's like, right. "Let's go get gold rich." But he's like, "No, no, no. We cut trees. These trees are good trees. I think they were white oak trees or white they're white white elms maybe but they were like really long straight trees which are perfect in constructing houses and eventually boats right. and things like that so i mean he's he's, he's making a ton of money stealing murdering you <laughs> counterfeiting and because he's the king he can do what he wants
2: <laughs> you know what he's right he, that's a beautiful plan it's really smart because if you go for the gold rush number one he got to cross the desert and number two, even if you get to California, that's a big if. you got to find the gold first. Mm-hmm. And it's really just luck at that mm-hmm. point. And even if you find the gold, then you got to sell the gold. But trees, trees are fucking everywhere, man. You ain't got to go far. And and it's a really densely
0: forested area. I mean, the, the, the island is not settled. The parts that are settled are kind of like around the edges of the island. And so in the yeah. middle is just this like insane you know virgin forest that never has been touched by man for the most part so this is the good stuff he really hit, hit the jackpot on this one.
2: Oh man king james man I've, I've came back around yeah so i i mentioned mackinac
0: island um they definitely took notice of what he was doing and they were like this guy's up to some shit we gotta we gotta intervene and figure this out and again, I said earlier, Mackinac has all the refugees and the ex-Mormons, there's a lot of people that hate Strang on Mackinac Island. Um, and it's a much bigger island and it's kind of got the like the courthouses are over there and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, it turns out the, the local sheriff really had it out for Strang. He ends up arresting him four different times but every single time, Strang was able to get released very quickly. i wonder why (laughs) well it's two part and it might surprise you one is he's a really good fucking lawyer and he just absolutely annihilates these like small town lawyers he's just i forgot he was a lawyer yes and he's good (laughs) he's a very good lawyer and he's able to he he just like he knows the law better than these like podunk lawyers and he just gets himself out of legal trouble
2: yeah but What he's doing is illegal. How is he able to get himself out of legal trouble when what he's doing is a crime?
0: How many people that do crimes get out because they have a good lawyer? He's fucking killing people. How many good people or good people get out of doing crimes because they have a good lawyer?
2: He committed treason.
0: OJ Simpson.
2: If the glove fits.
0: (laughs) No, don't fit.
2: You must have. If the glove doesn't fit. You must acquit. And That's a did. different situation. No, it's not. It's taking over a fucking island. It's a different time, too. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 <laughs> well, he's, he's really, he's a really good lawyer. But the other piece of it, which I think is interesting, is that a lot of local politicians didn't want to fuck with him, especially Democratic politicians, mm. because he once again gets back to him being a lifelong Democrat. And he's now a lifelong Democrat that controls a huge block of voters. And so, if he tells his followers, "Don't vote Democrat, vote Whig," that Democratic politician is done, because huh. they are there are so many people and that he can mobilize all of these votes. And so, people kind of like are afraid of him for that reason, they want to stay on his good side. So, how many followers at this point does he have? He's got a few hundred on the island. He's got even uh, like probably a thousand in um, in Vori. So, it, but it's okay. growing. There's more and more every day. Yeah. So he. He's eaten up the prosecutors for lunch and he's got a bunch of a bunch of votes. And so people in local, state, and even some of the federal officers are like, we need to stay away from him because we don't want to fuck up our chances of getting elected.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Did he go smart. to court with his little paper crown?
0: <laughs> There's no record of that. <laughs> that <I could> find. <laughs> um yeah, so as he gets arrested more and more, he gets a lot more of attention. And and some of it's good, some of it's bad. But one of the person one of the persons, God almighty, one of the people one of them persons, one of them persons, one of them fellas. Um it, one of the people who kind of tunes into what he's doing is the US district attorney for Michigan. His name is George Bates, and George becomes like one of his you know super villains in this tale, or Maybe Bates is the hero and and Strang is the villain. I don't don't think there's any good guys. There's really not. (laughs)
2: There's really not.
0: So, in March of 1851, after learning of the goings on on Beaver Island, based on tips from the exiled ex prime minister of Beaver Island, a guy named George Adams, Bates wrote to the US Attorney General, John Critterton, that he had overwhelming evidence that Strang and his followers had broken several federal laws. He also warned that it would take nothing short of a full military invasions to apprehend string. Um, so this, of course, would require the approval of the president. He's like, these guys are dangerous. They're armed. They're pirates. They've got a cannon, somebody said. <laughs> like, if we go and try to arrest this guy on federal charges, they're going to fight us. What had happened is they got ran up to the president at the time, who was Millard Fillmore. And Fillmore was a little hesitant because you know, he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to cause trouble. This is just seems like a lot of headache. And this could be, you know, a really bad PR move. But he was getting pressured by a lot of other people about Mormons in general, you know, like he was getting complaints about the ones in Utah. Um, and he had actually earlier named Brigham Young as the governor of Utah. And it very quickly mm-hmm. kind of blew up in his face. And so he's like, okay, I guess you know what, I guess you're right. I think we should probably do something. So um, once again, from King of Confidence, on April 30th, 1851, Fillmore formally authorized legal action against the Mormons on Beaver Island. By then, however, the prophet was already in hiding, not from federal authorities, but from local vigilantes. Throughout the winter, the frozen lake had served as a natural barrier between Strang and his foes. But shortly after the ice broke up in early April, the sheriff from neighboring Mackinac, uh, descended upon Beaver Island with an armed posse. Along with eight or 10 drunken Irishmen, the angry mob, in, mob included 30 intoxicated Indians, according to Strang, who added that the remaining locals, local Ottawa and Ojibwa had now declared war and annihilation against the Mormons. So those are like the
2: local tribes that were left on the island. Got a whack pack of people together to take down these Mormons.
0: Yep. Um, The prophet managed to evade apprehension thanks to a harrowing escape through icy water in a leaky fishing boat. But there was currently a $300 reward for his arrest with bands of bounty hunters whose numbers reportedly ranged from 45 to 350 at various times, hunting (laughs) him down dead or alive. And unbeknownst to the beleaguered king, he would soon face a far more lethal threat. So he's in a hot water by a lot of people.
2: Deep shit. He is in deep shit right now. Deep
0: shit. Everyone wants him dead.
2: Oh man, the paper mache crowned it going too far, did it?
0: Nope. He is freaked out. He's got like bounty hunters showing up. He's got like, I mean, he's got the sheriff with a posse, a bunch <laughs> of drunk Irish and and Indian guys coming after him. It's just hilarious. How much <laughs> trouble in such a short amount of time he's gotten himself into. Um, so the <laughs> this is even better. I love this part. This is maybe my favorite part of the story. So the ship that was dispatched to raid Beaver Island, right? The president says, okay, you can you can go out with the military and, and go to this island. And they give them the ship. It's called the USS Michigan, which is a completely fucking badass warship. It's a warship. They're going after this one guy with a warship in Lake Michigan. How did they get into the lake? It was built in the lakes. So it was actually built to to um patrol the great lakes because they were they were suspicious of the english who were in canada and so this was a warship that was like hey we're going to make sure that the english stay in canada and don't try to come back across to america okay but this was the very first iron hulled warship in the u.s navy so every other ship up until now has been made out of wood this is the first one made out of iron so they're fucked basically i mean it's like you want to talk about like badass cannons and it was it was actually made they said to you outrun or outgun so it was fast but it also had massive guns so if it ran into a battle that it couldn't face get out of there quickly but most of the times it would just outgun its opponent and sink another ship so i really looked at these mormons as a threat yeah this was a bit this was like really bringing like this is like bringing a nuclear bomb to a knife fight
2: (laughs) yeah i think they're just fed up at this point like listen man we just gotta get rid of this problem get it out of here i also think bates
0: the guy who's going after him the the michigan attorney the, the attorney general for michigan is like he's he's a little bit cocky and he wants this to be like a big presentation because he ends up going on with a bunch of militia members um yeah it was it was he brought along 40 armed members of the federal marshals for backup in addition to the crew that was already on the uss michigan so he's like you know, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're, this is not like that time where this paper pusher thinks he's gonna be a fucking badass and go fight. You know, like that's that's what he's doing right now.
2: Like, look what I did, and then like the U.S. Marshals are back They're like, no, no, we we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> and so I think it's it's two things. It's like Strang has broken the law, but also he's part of the opposing party so bates was of the Whig party strings of the democratic party and he's like if we could take this out this is big things for my career because now i've wiped out this guy and his whole voting block by bringing this warship over to this island to apprehend him
2: a little extreme don't you think yeah it's very extreme it's very <laughs> very, very very extreme did, did they really need this warship to take no. out this little island no they didn't they absolutely
0: this is like a show of force in a big way <laughs> so um what they did first was they went and picked up this guy named uh, James Gregg, and he was a follower of string who'd been elected as the judge for the county. And so they go to the courthouse and Bates comes in with a couple of guards and says, you're coming with us. And Greg's like, no, no, and I'm going to hold you in contempt of court. And so then Bates goes, well, why don't you look outside? So he looks outside and there's the warship with all of the cannons pointed in the courthouse. And he said, if you don't agree to come with us, we're gonna leave, we're gonna blow up this courthouse and you'll be killed inside.
2: God, that's so badass. <laughs> right?
0: So the judge is like, okay, I guess I'm coming with you. Like, I don't have a choice in this. So he goes, and so then they try to use this judge as bait to pull string out of hiding. Cause he's in hiding, he's the only part of this. Um, he, They make Greg write a letter uh, under duress, urging him to surrender debates, and they convinced him to also draw a map of the island to show where Strang was. And so he draws a very accurate map. People are actually impressed with how accurate this map is, and it has like, the instructions on how to do it. So they go to where he's hiding, and they make landfall and they run into another mormon there and they said hey we want you to be the messenger you know you have to go back and forth you need to go tell him meanwhile they have got this ship with these big guns and the guy's like okay and so eventually a couple of trips back and forth string uh surrenders peacefully no fighting no what? reason to bring this big fucking ship with big fucking fuck you guns he's just like <laughs> okay
2: i'll go with you whatever man
0: all right <laughs> Yep, surrendered peacefully there was no reason for all of like these theatrics other than that i think that made it makes
2: for a really good story it does
0: it's like you got this giant warship next to this little bitty island picking up this one dude who's five foot two and has a weird fucking forehead (laughs) (laughs) so he got arrested he was accused of um treason counterfeiting trespassing on government land uh theft and murder um so he had quite a few quite a few charges that were levered against him and I I do want you to realize that the, the, I mentioned him earlier, but this guy named George Adams was, used to be his prime minister. And he actually was the guy that was in charge of the, the coronation ceremony when James decided he, I mean, when Strang wanted to be King James. Um, (laughs) He had been excommunicated because it was really petty. He met a woman who wasn't his wife, but he like, he loved this woman and, The woman and Strang did not like each other. Like, and she just really talked back to Strang. He thought that she was disrespectful, and so uh, Adams got excommunicated from the church because he didn't like this woman he was hanging out with.
2: You know, fuck you, fuck you, you're gone, you're you're
0: gone too. So immediately, (laughs) so immediately, James, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Adams it's like fine fuck off goes to mackinac island starts telling the authorities all the shit that's going on he's like they're counterfeiting bills not bills they're counterfeiting coins they are which is much harder to do than bills by the way which i think is kind of impressive he's yeah. like you know they're cutting down federal lumber they killed a postman they like he's he's like i'm gonna be your informant he's not reliable because he's got a bone to pick um right but he that's that's who's out there kind of fessing you know that's who. who's we gotta who's be careful out. which
2: bridges burn right yeah yeah and for stupid reasons so did the mormons ever find out about his second wife that was in disguise yes so while he's in exile the the, right before he surrenders he
0: actually publishes the book the um the law of the lands which is his his big magnum opus and in that it is like basically instead of outlying the religion or outlaying the rules of religion he outlays what he is as the king what he does what his power is it tells everybody this is what you know this is what being the king means oh and by the way polygamy
2: is now legal this motherfucker wrote a memoir he found the plates and translated them into a memoir yeah pretty much or yeah yeah. yeah they have to know he's full of shit at this point right they don't they i mean the people aren't leaving in mass yet not yet Insane insanity yeah, but I mean, he's also
0: providing these settlers a safe place to live. Now, I mean, every once in a while, they have to kill some people to, <laughs> to stay there. But I mean, they're prospering on this island. You know, they're doing really well.
2: Yeah, but all of it is not real. They're going out. They're making counterfeit money. They're taking the pirate ship to steal shit from other places. They're chopping down trees that aren't theirs to sell. None of it. They didn't do anything. They took all of it. Yep. You got to get by
0: somehow. I could just get by feeding their kids. Now they're marrying multiple wives.
2: got to feed my 14 wives and my two children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So at this point he has, he has announced that polygamy is, is a thing now. Um, Some people are unhappy. Some people leave. Some people aren't so much. Not everybody practices it, you know, just because it's a thing that he says is okay. doesn't mean everybody's going to do it. Right. Um, So they go to trial, right. They bring him to Detroit because that's the, that's the capital of Michigan uh, at the time. And, it was the trial was a fucking circus i mean it's just like absolutely bananas people know about string you know like they they the people are obsessed with the mormons because they're like oh this is menace and this weirdo religion that came up so the news coverage is just wild of this thing um and you know current followers of string as well as people that he'd excommunicated from the church all testified um, and it became very clear very early that the prosecution had bitten off way, way more than they could chew. Um, they really went in kind of relying on anti-Mormon sentiment, like sweeping the country. But Strang was a very savvy lawyer and he fucking destroyed the prosecution once wow. again. Wow. And the newspapers at the time was interesting, were saying they they'd be like every day they'd come out and they'd be like, Prosecution's blowing it. Like they're not doing a very good job, and this is as the trial's going on. So it was it was apparently very evident that Strang was just wiping the floor with this prosecutor and just destroying his career, really, because he's Bates is building his whole career on this case.
2: You know, I I can't hate that man.
0: (laughs) Funny enough, maybe not funny enough, maybe morbid enough. The first charge of all of them that went was the uh, murder of the post office, the postal worker and he was was innocent they they they, they said no well, we're not convicting him for this murder for what and they just, just couldn't prove it they just they couldn't prove it they didn't prove they didn't have a strong enough case they didn't have the evidence so he got off on the murder charge and then subsequently was uh, every other charge after that was dismissed they just did a really poor job and he just killed gotta be kidding me nope got out of there all he had charges. a fucking
2: pirate ship
0: yep didn't matter they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't prove that he was doing what everybody thought he was doing
2: which they was couldn't just go doing. to the island and be like see look at this thing and like oh property of mackinac i wonder how this got here
0: whatever happened it didn't happen like that and he walked
2: out of there scot-free dude this oh my god this guy is incredible
0: <laughs> so it was as you can imagine it was a huge embarrassment for Bates. It was a huge embarrassment for the federal government um but it also elevated string to like a national level like all of a sudden everybody knows who this guy is and the fact that he just like cleaned house with the federal government in this case really made him kind of a quasi celebrity at this point yeah how could you not he took down the government yeah (laughs) and and i think that like coming out of this he felt got really cocky and he was like i can do anything and so then he really right and so he really started playing around politically and really pushing his his followers to like take over every single local and state office they could possibly get into so they were they took over you know like the, the city you know the city councils they took over a lot of the judgeships in, in the city I mean they were like everywhere he's packing everything that he can because he has so many followers now that they overwhelm anybody else which is which is awesome but he's also setting the stage for his next chapter.
2: What do you think that might be? He's going to make play at political office, right? King James is going to become Governor James. So in 1852,
0: Strang ran for and won a seat in the Michigan State Legislature.
2: Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker is going to the goddamn White House or this paper mache crown? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, Joseph Smith ran for president before he
0: got killed. This is very much the guy that's coming after him.
2: Dude! he was a king Well, king yep. he, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's like marjorie taylor Greene level of yeah. ridiculousness yeah and
0: immediately they thought that he had cheated they said no he's, he's cheated because they could not believe that he got every single vote in the county that he resided in and so once they tallied but they're him, all he, fucking mormons exactly everyone <laughs> he got every vote in that county and it happened that he was living in the largest county of that legislative district god damn so (laughs) so he gets to the michigan legislature and they are the the michigan house of representatives legislature same same thing and they don't there's people in the body the governor body that don't want to seat him they're like he he can't be part of here he's a mormon he can't be on this you know this legislature he cannot be part of this of this you know government you know governmental union and so they had they had a debate and they had to vote and the first time he won um a decision to seat him unanimously Like he was so good at arguing that even the people that were against him voted and they're like oh he's got no, a really this good guy
2: point this guy ain't half bad
0: <laughs> so they, they they went back into a, bait, a debate a second time and they took another vote and this vote was 49 to 11 in favor of, of Strang. so he was seated in the house of representatives in Michigan. This story is so wild man. I know <laughs> So he's a king, and he is part of the State House of Representatives. And as it turns out, he's a really good lawmaker. <laughs> well, tell me about Summer's Laws. So I, I, he's got one where he um, outlaws the sale of watered-down liquor to Native Americans. And you know that, what? Was, that was a thing i'm fully what a, what a baby face turn, man you're right <laughs> this, is, this is him and his, his baby he's also a serious abolitionist and he brings that he uses that that platform to kind of talk about how anti-slavery he is and he's really promoting very progressive issues you know but he the the thing about the anti-water down liquor is that you know white people were selling diluted liquor to they were Native stealing Americans. they
2: were taking right. their
0: money and and honestly string didn't feel that passionate about native americans that was not one of his issues he just knew some of the people that were selling it and didn't like them and so he's Uh, like fuck you i'm gonna get you on this and he's like i'm gonna piss you off because they don't that mean mormons don't drink liquor like this is this is not Something like this is not a, a key issue for his voter base, but it's just like he's like, if I can go put the screws to some of these assholes that I know that are doing this, I'm gonna do it. And that was one of the, the things. Man,
2: this guy's petty. He's so petty. Oh yeah,
0: but he's good. He's a he's a, excellent writing laws. He uh like wins over all of his colleagues very quickly because they were all skeptical of this guy who calls himself King James coming in here. And they're like, actually, he's really good. He's very smart. He um, submits 10 laws in his first session and five of them get passed. I mean, that's
2: huge. Successful, very successful. huge.
0: I mean, today, nobody has that kind of ratio of of sponsoring these bills. It's insane how good he he was. And, you know, so he's well ahead of the Civil War. He's very progressive on a lot of these issues. Um, And he, you know, continues back home to have a lot of issues with excommunicated members um they were they would come into become anti-mormons and they were conspiring against him this whole time but he didn't really let it bother him and he ran for uh, a re-election and he won and in his second term he actually gets in and he's he's a really good organizer and he goes and he starts organizing northern michigan into cities and counties and really starts to put, you know, organized Michigan into a state really. Like he's, wow. he's there on this planning committee and he's he's doing a lot of good things. It's, it's wild that when you think of this, that he's, you know, he really has a very odd legacy, but it's, it's when he gets into the office, it's like, yeah, this is somebody who really could go far.
2: This story is taking so many hard left turns. Like <laughs> right when you think you know where he's going, it's straight to the left. You're like, "Whoa, okay, where the fuck did that come from?"
0: Yep. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's crazy. The, all the stuff that he's done. So while he's doing all this, you know, <laughs> people are are conspiring. That's the best way to put it. Um, among them was a guy named Thomas Bedford. Who had been flogged for engaging in adultery. So, you know, not so nice, the Stringites. They're just, they're flogging people for adultery. Um, And Dr. H.D. McCullough, who was kicked out because he was a drunk and drinking was prohibited. So he's got all these
2: like How minor- does, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. How does uh cheating work in the Mormon faith? How are you supposed to find your second wife or your third wife if you can't- They can't you know? be
0: married to someone else. They have to be single. Yeah, but didn't you say that-
2: uh, polygamy's okay. You can't marry someone who's already married. But that's not the definition of adultery, is it?
0: Adultery is if you are married and someone else is married and you two sleep together. Oh, I thought it was just cheating. I mean, that's adultery. It's cheating.
2: Yeah, but say, like, you're married and, like, you like this girl and you want to date her and, like, marry her in. You can't, like, you know, take it for a test drive. Before you marry her, supposed to no, no. So like, you're just supposed to like not have sex with them and marry them. Yeah.
0: No. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that's what your
2: religion taught growing up. Yeah, but nobody, nobody followed that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you do what you got to do, then you ask for forgiveness after. You know how it works. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: this is not. I mean, I don't know if there's confession in this religion specifically, but. It was also run by a guy who was a little weird on the rules and and kind of, and I mean, he ruled it like a dictatorship, like a, like a monarchy. I mean, like he very much ruled that way. So, you know, as much as we like his like progressive legislation at the same time, he's still kind of a dickhead.
2: It seems like all of his progressive legislation was just like power plays to get more power in his political career.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that his political career was about everybody else but his followers. Like
2: he was passing right.
0: legislation that had other things, and then he would go home. And like what he said was law with his followers. The
2: Mormons were going to vote for him no matter what, no matter what he did. Yeah. And he's trying to get the attention of the people. Everybody else. Mormons, yeah, because right? he eventually wants to run for higher office. Yeah.
0: Um he was aware that these guys were conspiring against him. He, he knew that something was going on. He's smart enough. He's got people well enough, but he, he was still pretty confident. Um, he openly challenged this, these people in a newspaper. Uh, he he wrote, um, we laugh with bitter scorn at all these threats just days before he was eventually murdered.
2: Murdered.
0: Yeah. Uh, he refused to employ a bodyguard or carry a firearm even though he knew there were people out there that were threatening to kill him. i was <laughs>
2: said, I'm pussy? <laughs> I'm not no pussy. <laughs> Hard left, James Strang. I like you, it.
0: You want you want another twist? <laughs> yes. So on Monday, June sixteenth, eighteen fifty six, he uh, goes out of his office onto a pier to greet the arriving USS Michigan, a big ass warship. <laughs> it's pulling up, and he goes out to greet him because he's a state senator, and he's like, you know, now I'm part of this government. And he gets waylaid by two former members of the church. He is shot in full view of everybody that's on the ship. In the middle of the broad de- daylight, they shoot him three times. Um, one bullet grazed his head, another lodged in his cheek, and the third was in his back, and his spine. And it paralyzed him from the feet down. And- so the two
2: headshots then take him out, or is the one... <laughs> Yeah. The one that yeah. didn't hit his head. Yeah, so they
0: shot him three times and then one of them started pistol whipping him in the face. Meanwhile, no one did anything to help him. None of the people on the ship that were sitting there watching did anything. And then hmm. the two guys that shot him ran onto the ship and the ship takes off. This is the battleship, the USS Michigan, that had picked him up earlier. Like, these two guys escape on it. They, they were like, we, we need to get away. So the battleship pulls the two men to Mackinac Island where they're arrested and then they're immediately released because they had already taken back control of the judicial system in Mackinac. Um, and so they were like, hey, good job. Slap on the butt. You're out of here. And so they got away with it.
2: That's very telling, though, that, yeah. uh, that they got away, how they felt in the end with the old King James.
0: Yep. So they they he didn't die for another three weeks um, and he was brought back to Voorhees. Uh and he you know his body he was still alive and he was brought back to Voorhee. A few hundred followers went with him back to Voorhee. Um, and and like I said, three weeks later he he died. And almost immediately um troops moved in to clear off Beaver Island of all the Mormons. There were about twenty six hundred of them living on the island, and like they the, the people brought in steamships and just corralled all these Mormons onto it and got them off the island. I mean, it was like yeah. almost instantaneous.
2: So, wow, what a life. The King James, man.
0: In a short amount of time. I mean, he was not that old. He was only in his 40s when he was killed. Wow, he
2: accomplished all that in 40 years? Yeah. Look, this is one of those, like, he's not a good person, right? I don't want to sit here and, like, glorify him like he's a great person. I'm just, He's impressive. <laughs> he
0: yeah, he's I mean, young, he so. was 43 when he died. So, that's a lot that you do in 43 years. Yeah, the curious life of James Strang, man. He's. I mean, it, you almost can't write anything about this guy because you're just
2: like, this is so unbelievable. That didn't really happen, <laughs> right? There's to show that, like, the truth is stranger than fiction. Sometimes,
0: I think he was, and I think I think his big, my big takeaway is that he was kind of blinded by power. But I also think that, I, like I said earlier, I think he he does he has. There's two sides of him as the religious leader. I think he was a total piece of crap, right you know, and the power got to his head. But I think as an actual political leader it would have been interesting to see what happened, you know? I mean, he probably wouldn't hold national office because of his views on polygamy. Um, by the time he died, he had five wives. His his first one had left him, his original wife had left him but never gotten a divorce because they didn't have a divorce but she was back in Voorhees while he was in Beaver Island. And um, so he ended up marrying, you know, the, the woman who was posed as his nephew. Right And then he married two other women, and then I really wanted to make it a whole episode without doing this when he his his fourth wife um he married and then he married his fourth wife's cousin right afterwards <laughs> <sighs> I didn't want to talk about cousins this episode, and it happened as I was reading this. I was like, oh no <laughs> <laughs> <up and> no <sighs> so yeah, that's, <sighs> that's 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 James string. No comment. Uh, he's just he's a wild one he was somebody do you have really, questions
2: do i have questions no i have questions i was just saying i don't have any questions what do uh what <laughs> what do <laughs> so what did his followers and Voorhees think about him while all this was happening in beaver island
0: I mean, they didn't leave. I, I, I'm it's curious. I don't know. I don't know what they were actually saying. They didn't leave, but I also think they had a really good life. And I bet if I had to guess, I'd say they were glad he was on Beaver Island and not in Voorhee. You know, like they were like, if he's leaving us alone, we've really set up shop here in Voorhee and it's a pretty good life.
2: See, so. I wondered if they were like misinformed. Like, if they could be too. If Strang had like all the power to tell them, like, hey, you know, everything's fine over here, you know, it's just. Normal things are absolutely normal. Well, he controlled the paper too. Yeah, you know, I mean he controlled the papers,
0: so he could send the papers from Beaver Island to Vori. And if that's the only information that they're getting, you're you're isolating them as well.
2: Right. And then but then his ex wife went back over there too. I'm sure she Told them told a few people she, what was going on. Yeah, she
0: did. And he he made a lot of trips back to try and reconcile because he knew that she could really just ruin everything. And she seemed to never do that. You know, she seemed to just be like, I'm content being here with my children and just leave me alone. You know, quit right. coming back. He did he write her poetry and send it to her. And, you know, but she was just She's like, over it at this point. She's over it. Oh yeah, she wants no part of him. She wants no part of him. But she also knows that it's bad news for her if sh- this
2: whole thing collapses. Right okay man that's pretty much everything right yeah i mean what do you think this is my favorite episode <laughs> I've, i said that uh last week too kevin shudeau was my favorite up until this that was point. two
0: weeks ago but
2: yeah
0: that? sunil we did sunil last week
2: oh yeah i forgot that <laughs> oddly pyramid shaped oddly pyramid shaped sunil Totally not a pyramid scheme. But yeah, up until this point, Kevin Trudeau was my favorite episode. But I think this one overtook it. This one's (laughs) wild, man. This one's crazy. It's it's a crazy story.
0: And it's like, and then this happened. You're like, no. And then you go, and then this happened. You're like, no, no,
2: that couldn't happen. Not with this one guy. That's not real. How does that... Dude committed treason and murder, had a pirate ship, was counterfeiting money, was selling the government's timber, and got away with it. (laughs) He really did. He did all that shit. And elected him to office.
0: Yeah. Not even did he get away with it. Yeah. He he went into politics and got elected statewide <laughs> office. And he definitely had bigger ambitions beyond that. And I think if he hadn't been killed, he probably would have run for um, you know, a national, some sort of national
2: position. Right. But at that point, like say eventually down the line he runs for president, right? Then he doesn't have to pass all these laws to appease other people. He can do what he wants at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how different history would have been had Strang been, you know, elected into office instead of Lincoln?
2: Dude, I don't, even want, to, I don't want to go down that timeline. No, I don't either.
0: I want no part of that timeline. But, <laughs> that I mean, it was possible. It's, it's right. possible. This is all a precursor to Lincoln being in office and the hmm. start of the Civil War. All of this was building up to the Civil War. I mean, this was a, America in a very different time and a time of great change. So...
2: We have friends. Go check out our friends at Pod Van Dam, IWTV Guide, Super Fantastic Podcast, X-Server, Hard-Headed, Sweet Stuff and Bitter Things Podcast, Wrestling Cheers. Go find us on social media. Find me on Twitter at Catch Dalton. Find Austin on Twitter at? Austin A And find us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod uh any last words any final thoughts uh no not this
0: time around i'd say you know like i'm this is a pro pirating podcast so you know if you want to buy a little schooner and go around and steal from the rich i'm i'm totally down with that let's let's fucking do that if you want to invite me i'll come with you <laughs> Arr. Arr. <laughs> i got the beard i'll lose an eye for a little pirate action let's just do it
2: <laughs> all right well we'll catch you next time on Oh, am I supposed to do it? Okay, if you catch oh. my grift. <laughs> if you catch my grift. Okay, yeah,
0: see, Dalton does it because he's better at it. And I just, that's what happens. That's all how right, this works.
2: i got to switch back and forth, man. You gotta, just have me screaming all the time? And I'll lose my yeah, voice. I do want
0: you screaming all the time. That's what you do. You're the screamer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect lead into our outro music this week. I'll exactly. See you. see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>